Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Dragoncast. Home of House of the Dragon. Gather your small council, send out your ravens and call in your bannermen. I'm Hand of the King Jamie East, here to guide you through the insane world of Westeros and beyond. Welcome, 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 you lovely, lovely dragon casters. It is Dragon Cast. It is the Game of Thrones rewatch. It is season seven, episode seven. I'm Jamie East. And I'm Chris Mundell. Here we are. This is uh, for, uh, into the fourth, the, the, the final four. Uh, final, final four. Goodness, we're in the quarterfinals of, uh, of our Game of Thrones rewatch. Crazy time. This is this is the dragon and the wolf. Um, yeah. Which, a good bumper-sized episode. It was an like, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, so I wrote this. I was like, this is like movie length, which is just like, yeah. and, and still barely get, it shows how in-depth Thrones kind of was and how yeah. meticulous and and slowly things moved was that like you get it they could have made a film you know this is why game of thrones like could never have been a movie because where would you start oh my god this would be like a 30 second thing and and it couldn't even work as a trilogy because the first one would just be set up (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and the final one would just be wrapping it up Mm. um what did you think of the episode uh i loved it i think um yeah and is the my question, and this isn't me, I'm not making no judgment on anyone, and it may, may or may not be my point of view, is this as good as it got? Oh, good question. It's an interesting question to the to listeners. Ooh, is it as good as it got? Well, because, I also thought it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, all of the things, oh, we didn't really talk about this enough last week, but like one of the joys of having so many characters is getting them back together, and there yeah. was so much of that this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it is, it had a, I liked, I liked that most of the episode was a big ethical debate. Like I yeah, do yeah. think the show is yeah. good at those things and it's good when it has people just in a room, like hashing it out. Um, yeah, it's, it was a, a real high for me. Mm. I, often the finales are very like, let's tie everything up and tease next season. And I loved the fact that the structure of season seven meant they couldn't do the 10 episode sort of, thing and yeah. i thought it was yeah really satisfying in some ways more than others which maybe we'll get to okay. um but i'll tell you what before we start getting into the weeds of it all let's uh mm-hmm. let's have a recap of what actually happened in that episode for those that need reminding uh from our sister podcast previously on at king's landing the forces of daenerys and cersei face each other uneasily as the two queens prepare to meet In the Dragon Pit, the ancient home of the Targaryen dragons, we're treated to the largest gathering of main characters ever. Everyone is prepared for betrayal. Everyone's got an itchy trigger finger. The white captured in last episode's suicidal mission is unboxed in front of everyone. It sprints towards Cersei, its chain stopping it inches from her face. 
the hound chops the dead man in half, and Jon Snow demonstrates how only fire and dragonglass can destroy them. Euron Greyjoy abandons Cersei, saying he's taken the Iron Fleet home so that they can survive the coming war with the dead. Cersei accepts the truce offered by Daenerys, at least until the dead are defeated, but she wants Jon Snow to swear never to fight House Lannister again. Jon says he's unable to promise this as he's already pledged his support to Daenerys. Cersei withdraws her offer and storms out. Tyrion speaks to his sister in private. She wants to take his head off but talks long enough for Tyrion to realise that Cersei's pregnant. He uses this to bring Cersei back to the dragon pit. To fight for her unborn child, she agrees to send all the Lannister forces north. In Winterfell, Sansa receives word from Jon Snow that he has bent the knee to Daenerys. Littlefinger uses this to turn Sansa against Jon and Arya. Theon goes to Jon for absolution. Jon can't forgive all of Theon's betrayals, but he forgives him enough to tell Theon he's both a Greyjoy and a Stark in his heart. Theon remembers how Yara tried to save him from captivity, and Jon suggests he should be helping her. She was captured by Euron a while back. Theon manages to prove himself a leader to his Iron Men and sets off to do just that. In the Great Hall of Winterfell, Arya is brought before Sansa and all her lords. Sansa announces accusations of murder and treason, but suddenly turns towards Littlefinger and asks how he answers the charges. A shocked Littlefinger doesn't understand what's happening. Sansa explains that he taught her too well. She knows he was trying to turn her against her family. Bran, with his three-eyed raven powers, reveals he saw Littlefinger betraying their father. Littlefinger begs for help, but the only mercy is shown is when Arya swiftly cuts his throat. See ya, fella. Jamie Lannister organises the troops for their march north. Cersei calls him an idiot and says she never intends to help Daenerys. Euron didn't abandon her after all. He secretly sailed to Essos to bring her swords, who are armies for hire. Jamie tells her he promised his support to fight the Whites and heads north to help despite Cersei's death threats. Just then, snow begins to fall on King's Landing. Sam Tarly arrives at Winterfell for a reunion with Bran. They last saw each other in Season 3, and together they work out that Jon Snow isn't just the son of Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark, he's their legitimate son and therefore the true heir to the Iron Throne. Jon Snow and Daenerys sail to the north, consummating their romantic relationship in a way only an unknowing aunt and nephew can. At Eastwatch, a castle of the Wall, the army of the dead emerge from the forest. They're unable to pass until the Night King arrives on an undead Viserion. The Ice Dragon blasts the wall with blue fire and brings it tumbling down. The dead march south over its ruins. The wall has fallen. And ladies and gentlemen, winter is here. There you go. You're up to date. You're up to speed on all things <laughs> Westeros. Uh, where do you want to begin, Mr. Mandel? Um, well, I think we should talk about... I mean, the, the episode is kind of in a... Most of it is the big meeting at the Dragon Pit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we could talk about that first. And then there's the Winterfell stuff. Yeah. And then there's the stuff with the Night King, which yes. is kind of brief. Fair enough. Um, okay, well, so let's, let's talk about the big meeting. So perfect, yeah. everybody has met to sort of discuss uh, a kind of ceasefire until they yeah. sort the threat out in the North. So mm-hmm. they all come down and we've got all the gangs here. Love the way that uh, we talked about it in a previous episode, but um, Christ, what's he called? Let's Bron. So Bron. Yeah. 
Let's Podrick, just... let's me you go to the pub and let these let the posh folk talk business. Yeah. It's weird because I feel like they made such a, a note of like, here's why Bron's not there. I would not be like I would hey, not be surprised Bron's if he just stood in... outside. Yeah. Some of them Brienne didn't say a bloody thing. You know, yeah. it, it was quite a weird weird like Streisand effect of making more of it out of out of it than they yeah. had to. But for those yeah. that don't know what we're talking about, we discussed it in previous episodes. Allegedly, you know, as, as, as rumor has it that um, Bronn and Cersei IRL had an affair or had a fling previous to Game of Thrones that did not end well, and um, part of Lena Head is, um, I guess, requests mm-hmm. uh, as 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 thrones became established was that was that jerome flynn was not to share any stage or screen time with her whatsoever so safe to say jerome probably didn't make the if it's true not the best decision he ever made in his love life one would Mm. there we go there we go go. um so the gang's all there what i one thing that i thought was a really odd choice was obviously they have the white in a big box yeah and a a horse has brought it over on, on a wagon all the way. And then they go, let's have Sandor Clegane just carry it in on his back for yeah. the final stretch. <laughs> Why? Can't, it a horse, if it's built for dragons, a horse can get in that, in that courtyard. Yeah. Um, but that is the dragon pit, which we have seen in its splendor yes. in House of the Dragon. And it's kind of interesting seeing it absolutely bombed. And there was a good moment. There was a good moment later on where where Sir, where Daenerys talks to John about the Dragon Pit and how it actually became the downfall of the Targaryens, and yeah. we saw them pick up that uh, jawbone of a tiny uh, dragon. Yeah, um, yeah. So this just made them weaker. It made them smaller, and because they the were contained. Effect. Yeah, and that had the same effect on us. You know, which was yeah. Uh, and I thought actually we don't. I don't really know. You know, it's the first time we've been to the Dragon Pit on the show. It's obviously in complete disuse. Yeah. But I thought it's actually quite canny of Cersei to choose the location. Uh, you know, they could have met in the court. They could have met in, in King's Landing. But she said, no, we're going to actually have this in the decaying ruins of your family's, yeah. you know, kennels, basically. This is your legacy. This is, yeah. this is where the Targaryen power was diminished. And this yeah. is the last remaining relic of the Targaryens. I yeah, thought that was yeah. a bit of a bit of a power play yeah, 100%. um and yeah i think Tyrion sort of mentions that by the end the dragons were like the size of labradors or dogs because they were so malnourished and they weren't able to stretch their wings and fly yeah. and stuff so yeah and, and there's lots lots in that with the nearest where it's clear that look what are you going to do with your dragons when you finally come here like what's the plan like there's just no yeah she has for, no plan she has no, no plan well, they heard, I think it was last, episode, last episode where, where they were talking about succession with Tyrion. Um, yeah. And this is more about a tactical plan was just that like, yeah, just sitting on the throne isn't the end of the game. That's just like the, that's just where your first yeah. day at work begins. You've got to. There was a whole storyline in season four where her dragon like ate a child. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, shit, I should really think about what I'm going to do. And then it's like, okay, they're now five times the size and you yeah. haven't. <laughs> haven't thought about what you're um, going to do. It's, the I, meeting's great because uh, yeah. the meeting's great because all the characters have lived through so much on the show. The one that doesn't really work, and we've talked about him before, is Euron, who they yeah. need to be such a an aggressive character that he's like saying to Tyrion, like, "Oh, we we throw dwarves in the sea where I'm from," and like you can see, like even Cersei being disgusted with him, and it 
I always yeah. thought they did such a bad job with him because they're trying so hard. Yeah, I got quite excited when he was cast because I think he's such a great actor in um, Pilau. Mm. Uh, even though he did that, do you remember just before this season aired, before he came onto Game of Thrones, he hosted Eurovision? No, I didn't know that. Did you, did you not remember that? Like literally, <laughs> like it, it got announced that he was um, had been cast as Euron Greyjoy, and right. then ended up co-hosting Eurovision, like. That is Mental. so weird. Just crazy. Which is just like, and I don't know why it should be that crazy. Because he's an actor. He's like, got to pay the bills, blah, 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 blah. But he just kind of like rocked up and this. And like, he'd done uh, Borgen by this And he'd done point. Borgen so by then. So he was like, great in Borgen. But then he just like co-hosted Eurovision. Very bizarre. It's like if Olivia Coleman hosted yeah, <laughs> Eurovision. Just, in the... Exactly. Did Yeah. She like did Celebrity Hunted or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. A bit, it's a bit weird. That's amazing. But anyway, yeah, I think yeah. I got quite excited when he was cast because he's, he is a great actor. And, but again, we never, Thrones never really did moustache twiddling Terry Thomas villains very well. They, they no. A little bit of the Ramsey Bolton esque about him, you know. Yeah. He just reminds me of Russell Brand for some reason. It's the it was the leather trousers. <laughs> yes, yeah, and the podcast. <laughs> yeah, although I would imagine, I think Euron, yeah, Euron probably washed his a bit, a few, a bit, a bit more. Yeah, I think, more, I think he would. A bit of salt, a, a I enjoyed water, maybe. I remember watching this for the first time, and like the opening 10, 20 minutes where. Brienne and the Hound are back together. That brilliant, fucking great moment mm. where they where they get very parental, full of parental pride over Arya, and yeah. you know, was just a lovely moment. And I just got the sense, a bit of NUI. Where I was just like, oh, it is coming to an end now. People, yeah, yeah. You know, we spent so long watching these people on their travels with different side mm. missions and different objectives. And now, holy shit, this is it. This is, this is kind of everyone gearing up. This is, and, yeah. And it's like, oh man, this. It was the first time watching this where I was just like, I got a little pang of sadness where I was just like, fuck, this is going to end. They're, they're, they're all they're, about to kick off. Actually, like, going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think also like last week I was saying I think um, in hindsight I think they should have dealt with the White Walkers first. Yeah, yeah. And then dealt with and with. Cersei. No, no, sorry. I, the other I way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. should have dealt with, and then all gone on to take the night, oh, on the Night King. Yeah. I think the reason they've done it makes sense in this episode because what has united them and what has caused them to like move past some of their grudges is the fact that they are all facing near certain death yeah. and human extinction. And that, that wouldn't, you wouldn't have the same effect. You wouldn't have been able to have this scene if this season was all about defeating Cersei and next season was about the White Walkers. Mm. So I sort of made a bit more sense um, that, yeah, they're all able to, I mean, look, so many great houses have gone, the lands are destroyed, and it does mean, like, I mean, Clegane, for example, is a great example of, like, he was the way he was because he was the Lannister's like, attack dog. Yeah. And now that he's not, he's kind of like like rehabilitated and you see yeah, him now as you said with yeah. Brienne and you're like oh yeah you've you're just like a really traumatized old hound aren't you yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. so I thought it was really effective and I thought that uh you know Cersei just her like indifference to the cause was really interesting because yeah what part of her must know that it's true even before the white but yeah do you think she do you think that though I mean I think her reaction to that white was so brilliant. Oh, man. I mean, I think it was worse than she thought. Yeah. Definitely. 
Uh, but it, I think it, it showed Kyburn up a bit because you know Kyburn yeah. should have should. He's the hand of the queen, and he mm. should have. And he's like this mystical kind of like loves a bit of voodoo, you know. Yeah, listens yeah. to Black Sabbath, you know. He would he would kind of like he should have been on top of that. He should have like done his research and found out about the Night King. It's a bit of a plot hole in his kind of backstory. Yeah, that, that he that yeah. he hasn't because he he looks for the darkness and the weird and everything. You know, you look at fucking uh, the mountain. Um, yeah, well, I, this is the thing, right? I mean, what did he do to the mountain that's so different to what you know? We don't know. Yeah, where it science becomes magic yeah. and he and you see him holding the hand up and going oh interesting and it's like yeah no, mate, you should have been all over that you should have he, yeah 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 definitely mm. it also yeah it, it still feels to her like a very foreign problem in the sense that it's not happening on her doorstep yeah. but you know it, it's hard to get the impression i mean I, I kept thinking what would tywin have done if he was around i think his thing would have been we're going to lock the walls we're going to get all the, you know, if she hadn't blown up uh, the set last season, yeah, they should have lined Dragonfire all around <laughs> King's Land yeah. just to k- keep everyone out. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, it's interesting sort of thing to think about. Like but, this, but, this sort of existential threat is supposed to bring everyone together and it sort of nearly does. What we watch is, you know, it's the negotiation. But by the time we get to the end of the episode, we, re- we learn that Cersei had made up her own mind even before she stepped foot into that. Um, yeah, yeah. And into that. So regardless of what she saw, she was never, ever going to cede permanent yeah. kind of uh, peace to Daenerys yeah. and, yeah, and yeah. Jon. Regardless of whether Jon bent the knee, regardless of what Jon's reaction was, because Euron had already, he'd, she'd already hatched that plan with Euron to yeah, marry yeah, him, yeah. And so which was a bit annoying, really, because because I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I believed that. You know, I'm not, no, sure, that, I'm I not sure that helped. I think I would have preferred that for it not to have been the case. I you think know, this is one of the things where seven episodes uh, affects the season because you just don't get enough time to sort of see the process worked out, and I think. Mm. Cersei's someone that we get very little understanding of like what she's thinking at the moment. I also think with her and Jamie, bearing in mind she blew up like <laughs> the, the, the the biggest church in the city, yeah, and wiped out like thousands of people. Yeah, Jamie doesn't really have enough time, and it I, might be that they talk about this a lot in other episodes, but I don't think it's true. He is disgusted by it, and we don't really get enough time no. to see that work out, and. You know, I think he would leave her, really. But you need him at the front of the army of the Lannisters. So it's he has to stay in place. And I think Jamie's someone that suffers this season because you just don't get the opportunity for him to behave like he would because we haven't got time, yeah. frankly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she needs someone to bicker with and she needs someone to sort of parlay with. But I thought and that also, would Cersei. I completely was, forgot yeah. she was pregnant. Oh, I, I hate that storyline. I'd completely forgotten that. Yeah, it implies that the only reason she's doing it is for her baby. But it's like, you've got, I'm sorry, we haven't got 18 years to sort of see this play out. Like, you, you yeah. can't, it, I, yeah. I always thought what was really great about her was how selfish she was. And there was always this feeling of like, I've never been allowed to be a ruler because I'm a woman, which is kind of what Daenerys' whole thing is, mm. that she's like, now my dad's dead, I'm going to do things how I want. And she does fuck things up. 
not unlike the Roy siblings trashing their dad's company. True. But it's yeah. like, but it is my right to do this. I don't care if, if I don't have any knowledge of armies, I'm going to do it anyway. So yeah. yeah, so Euron's gone off to get the Golden Company, which we will see next season. Um, what did you think of, got... what did you think of John's um, thing? It, it oh, so he, yeah, it he says this, on this watch as it did the first one. Yeah. Well, I tell you what I find interesting is the season kind of ends exactly where it started. Like, I find that frustrating. Like, I think it doesn't feel do like. A, the, what do you mean? Well, the the everyone's still warring with the Lannisters. Yeah. You know, it just feels like. I mean, obviously, Daenerys and Jon form an alliance and, and that sort of thing. But in terms of, like, the board, no one's really moved. The people True. that have died are all quite... Um... Sorry, you're going to just sneeze in a sec. Go on. Here it comes. No, it's gone. Oh. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, God, I bet that felt good. Oh, what a sneeze. <laughs> um, you know, the people that die, like Elena Tyrell, the, the Sand Snakes you know, they don't really affect the storyline in a major way. And it's an no. interesting, an interesting season because things do progress, but they don't really move forward. So I thought John's, um, pri- uh, John's pride was really in, in keeping with his character. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's as Tyrion said, would it, would it hurt you to lie once in a while? Like, could you not help us get this thing through? But it, it also doesn't matter because she was going to betray them anyway. True. True. Last week we were talking about the whole mission to get the white and to get it south, and we sort of talked about how it had to happen. But if she's going to ignore, if she's going to ignore them anyway, then it was all pointless in a way. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's definitely a. You know, I think the 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 show this season has so many good moments. It looks amazing character stuff's great but it does frustrate me how inert some of it is <laughs> yeah i mean but, but you know we know why you know well you know yeah seven episodes and six episodes was just not enough time to to, enough time. to complete to but complete I, the saga if you think I where, loved, where, where, I were loved, we, where were we at the end of episode uh, end of season six was um what was the final episode of season six we covered it didn't we it was the yeah they blew uh, up the, the winds set. of winter yeah daenerys set sail she trashed the slavers ships so yeah that was it so you know it's kind of like up until that point there was so much to be done there was like the it was like that was almost like Mm. the end of the second part of the trilogy yes which had taken which had taken you know if you look at it as a trilogy you know that was like six episodes six seasons to get to that point there should have been another three seasons Oh, one hundred percent. I think, um, and I mean, like we were talking last week about um, House of the Dragon going into its second season, just being a bit more like, okay, what do we need to tell the story, and how do we tell it? And I think this show, because they didn't have that foresight, mm. they sort of started out very like bespoke, and they've had to rush it a bit. And you know, this isn't new, these aren't new points. This is well known at this point yeah. that a lot of people feel the end was a bit rushed but yeah you know it like we were saying they have to a dragon has to die so the wall can come down and it's like well the dragon couldn't have got there any sooner because Daenerys only just got here and yeah I mean it's just a lot a lot of things that 
have to happen and we get it all quite quick. I mean, I don't want to see, I don't want a season seven where it's like, well, it will take three months for them to get down there from King's Landing. So let's yeah. just watch that. Like, I don't want that. But no. um, the moments that I love were the more, the smaller moments. The scene with Cersei and Tyrion in Cersei's oh, chambers is one of the best on the show. Mm. Like one of the best. And it's because they, and that, you know, it's not based on anything in the books. We're not there yet. They know on this show, what this show does well is they stick two people in a room that have beef yeah, and they let it come yeah, out. Yeah. And I thought that scene was just so illuminating because it's Cersei says, as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, but Cersei says to Tyrion, like, it's your fault everything fell apart because you killed Tywin. That's what's led to everything else. Therefore, this is all on you. And he's yeah. like, I didn't blow the sept of Baelor up, which killed Tommen's wife, which led him to come up. You know, they both are... They have so much resentment for one another. Yeah. Um, and there's just great yeah. acting as well from, from both of them. There's just the, the, the silent moment where he pours himself a glass of wine, pauses and then pours her a glass of wine was just, just, just brilliant. Just really, really good. Yeah. Dinklage has been really good with um, opposite Amelia Clark, and he's been yeah. really good with Jon Snow and Kit Harrington. Mm. But I love him with, um, with Lena. Eddie. there's yeah. just such an innate there's just they've just been through so much and this is what you're saying like there's so much like, richness in these characters just hashing it out or not as it were it's just siblings um, you know it's, and we see it we see it in succession as well there's just yeah. there's that connection with siblings that, that is just weird and that mm. can't you can't really put it into words you can't you know it's not something that you can kind of bottle there's just that yeah. weird thing it's kind of like yeah i remember you in a nappy i remember you getting smacked you know bollocked by dad i remember kind of dobbing you in it i, rem- mm-hmm. I hate you so much but actually we are siblings and it is yeah our, it is we're the only ones continue our, our, our kind of journey and our, and our name is yeah such a weird they're the only ones that know what it's like to be their parents son yeah. or daughters and yeah. i think yeah, it's it's also just I, I think you could see with Tyrion like not a uh, regret, but this feeling of like we are on opposite sides, and that's like irreconcilable at this point. Like yeah. I've I've bet on the other horse, and he said to her because she said, you know why why do you why do you want her to sit on the throne? And he said, I can curb her worst impulses, which I can't I could never do with you. Yeah, and yeah. it's what's interesting is you know Tyrion actually doesn't he fails to do that as well with Daenerys but he thinks he can that's I kind of thought oh it's interesting when he goes to Daenerys because I thought what is it just because you hate your family but he genuinely thinks oh I could I could try and make her a better version of Cersei which is actually a really like complex yeah complex kind of thing and that's why I don't buy that he was ever in love with Daenerys I think it is close to a sibling affection it's and there's also a bit of weird parent child I know they're not that different in age but this sense of like I want you to be better than my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a nurturing. Um, I'll well, tell they, you another they relationship. They talked about yeah. it before in the previous episode. You know, you, you spoke of breaking the wheel and actually you're not breaking the wheel. This is just the same fucking wheel, you know. Yeah, this wheel's known a lot of like death, explosions, armies, yeah. <laughs> famine. Yeah. Tell uh, us okay, new. we're going to go grab a quick break. When we come back, um, we say goodbye to one of the greats. Selling a little 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ah, welcome back to Dragoncast. Uh, our Game of Thrones rewatch of Season 7, Episode 7, The Dragon and the Wolf. Um, so couple of uh, let's go to winterfell we'll do we'll do yeah. kind of sidebar kind of peripheral yeah. stuff i forgot how fucking great this was i i just adored this whole thing i just it, yeah because it, it it was one of the few times aside you know aside from big like red wedding type things it was one of the few times where i was just com- caught completely unaware um by what was going on i can remember watching yeah. it the first time and when yeah you know when they're when they're there and they you know and sans is just like how do you plead lord baelish i was yeah. like oh my god it's just oh it was just beautiful i loved it right did you did you did you think that was going to happen i can't remember uh, well actually i'll tell you what happened i got a lot of this episode spoiled oh. at the time how it leaked and i saw something on reddit about it oh man but so no i mean i wouldn't have guessed i wouldn't have guessed um but i think yeah it's a clever little pivot i mean i never thought aria was gonna get killed no at all uh but i i i don't i thought this it's an amazing death little finger is incredible um I don't. I just don't love. We talked about this a bit last week. I just. I just feel like it, the plan makes no sense, no. and I feel. I feel like one thing I have enjoyed with this rewatch is Bran. And actually, we talked about him last week. Where like, I feel like they don't. He just pops up when they need him. Yeah. But he does. He has spoken about this in, by the end of this episode. Actually, that he can't just free flow through all the things. He doesn't know what he's looking for. Sometimes he's just sat in thought and he'll get like 
it sort of makes me think a lot of deja vu or like yeah, you know, yeah, things yeah. trigger yeah. him. Like when Littlefinger said to him something about chaos, he just goes, oh my God, chaos is a ladder, right? Like he kind of, you know. Yeah. So I this rewatch, I feel like I'm okay with Bran not just sitting everyone down and going, oh my God, here's all the things you need to know. Because that's not, he's not got to that point yet. But one thing I do find hard to understand is like, when did they decide to do this plan? Yeah. Because all the Sansa's accusations against Littlefinger, she's known for a long time. Is it that she had to wait until Bran could confirm them? I just would love... Yeah, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, why now? Yeah, why now? Because it's because it's the finale is yeah. the, is the reason, and I think like again we talked about this last week. Like when you've not got as much time, you start with the the moment, the thing that's going to get everyone talking, and you work backwards. I think, well, I think also because they know that what's coming is a war. And they, you know, they need fighters and they need leaders. And actually, so your Varuses and Missandes and Grey Worms, yeah. uh, sorry, not Grey Worms, and, and, and Little Things. Alina Terrell's, like. Yeah, yeah, are just kind of like, what are they going to do? They're just going to hide in, they're going to exactly. just gonna hide in a room with Cersei again. Or, you know, yeah. actually, no, there's no time for that now. There's no scheming to be done. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You need to kind of clear the decks. Um, I just think... No, you're right. I mean, there's no. As in, I'd have been as invested watching Sansa, Arya, and Bran huddled together in their room, going, "Shit, this guy's been playing all of us. We can yeah, take yeah. him out." Yeah, yeah. I'd have loved that. And a but bit of I a, think here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Because Scooby, actually, Scooby, like, cause, you know, Scooby, they could have Scooby Dooed it. Honestly, they could have. But you know, last episode they were Arya and Sansa had these very protracted arguments, and I was saying if they'd done them intentionally done them in front of people so that yeah, little yeah. thing knew that knew they were falling out, but they actually were working against him. I'd have, I thought that would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, all of which is to say the scene is great. And Sophie Turner plays it cold as ice. Yeah, um, yeah. Aria. Amazing. And Bran dobs little thing. What did he come out with? What was his, he, he did the mic drop, didn't he? What was it? He, he, he repeated a, a conversation that that, that um wait well, no he, he, he narrated what had happened well that's i think that may be why it's happened brand maybe brand did seal the fate where he was just like guys okay this is what actually happened uh, yeah. with our dad you know so yeah. most, they could there's there's no forgiving that you know especially with aria there because they'd already talked about how much they missed their dad and, and all the rest of it so with brand confirming yeah. that actually Littlefinger, it was Littlefinger that did that yeah, like, Bran um, Bran confirms what Littlefinger said to Ned when he turned on him. So in yeah, season one, Ned asks uh, the Gold Cloaks to arrest Cersei yeah. in the throne room. Littlefinger sort of goes, "Ah, I told you, you shouldn't trust me." Yeah. And in that moment, Bran goes there. So yeah. maybe, and I'm just thinking this. This is coming to me now, and I'm very gently letting the show off the hook. They know that Brand's powers, it's not Google. Yeah, yeah. So they have to get Littlefinger on trial and they have to force him to say things that they that will kick Brand's green sight into gear, right? right okay, so yeah, that yeah, when, yeah. when he goes, I was always loyal to your father, Brand can go, ah, it's all fact-checking it. Like, wait. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> gonna... No, that's not true. 
Yeah. Do you know? Does that sort of make sense? That's yeah, kind yeah, of no, what I'm absolutely. thinking. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They are so, having to walk him into Bran's path a little bit. Yeah. No, that does, um, that does make sense. But you know, I can forgive all of that because it was just a brilliant five yeah. minutes of television. It was just like yeah. you know, because we've been wanting Littlefinger to get his just desserts for so long, and actually, yeah. that was you know, Stannis had been unsatisfying. Mm. Ramsay had been pretty satisfying, but kind of a bit, meh. um, and this just felt like he got what he deserved, and we got it in a way that made the viewers like it sated our appetite for our mm. bloodlust for for bad guys. Yeah, and and he has been, you know, we've wanted Sansa to like grow less dependent on him, and mm. even in season six, you know, she did help with the Battle of the Bastards, but it was Littlefinger's influence. So yeah. it all is like really full circle and really satisfying. Um, I would love Winterfell to have like three more lamps. It's just so because dingy, that, I know they're in the north. Listen, I'm from the north. It gets dark at night. Guys, <laughs> get some more torch. I thought, because, you know, I know look, Winterfell is a bit more rugged than some of these opulent castles, but I was like, guys. The tech, so... the tech would have got there, but there's no reason for it to be like that, you know? I have a few rugs on the floor. Yeah. I have some scatter cushions. I just thought, oh my God, this place literally looks like... B&M's everywhere, do you know? Honestly. Sansa's good at sewing. Can't she make a few cushion covers? She's literally got nothing else to do. And then after this scene, Arya and Sansa have a great um, conversation on the sort of battlements at Winterfell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful because when we see them they're separated by one of the bits of stone yeah side by side divides through them and then it pans to seeing them side by side oh, and it's just I've really nice that. like well spotted Chris really Manning. really That's nice it's real here. they yeah. come together they're on the same side of the wall yeah they're united and there's that great line when the winter winds blow the lone wolf dies but the pack survives great line it's Fucking like i mean great. it's like an adesson adele lyric if ever I had one, maybe Florence. Yeah. And, no, maybe Florence and the Machine. She wishes she was in House Stark. Adele would be. <laughs> Adele would be Probably. the ty- a Tyrell. She'd be a cackling Tyrell. Oh my God, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, having a bit of whereas, Arbor Gold wine. Florence, uh, Miss Florence Machine, would hundred percent mm. be like Winterfelder. Like, where is? Yeah, me? what would you be? What geographically? Where would you be on there? Um. Mm. Midland. I mean, giving. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm yeah. northern. I'm Derby. Um, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I said. It's Midland. <laughs> uh, in my mind, I'm a wildling, but I suspect I'm probably just a grey joy, maybe. No, 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 you're. I think kind of Baratheon, maybe, because that's kind of around there. Isn't no, I'll it? take a Bar- I'll take yeah, I'll take Baratheon. Yeah. You would one hundred percent, forgetting the fact that you're, you're a Northern, you would one hundred percent be working in the Iron Bank. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah you'd be Mark Gate. You'd be you'd be with Mark Gatiss oh, going like that. going. Yeah. Hang on a second, the fucking Lannisters. Uh, yeah. Do we know where that train of money went? Because my, according to my records, that I've I've not had. They didn't save their post office tracking uh, receipt. Yeah. Um, oh my god, that would be me. That w- oh my god. But also, I'm very well travelled. I was about to say that. Yes. Always going hither and thither with my taking my yeah. selfies. But yeah. Oh my god, that actually would be me. Probably raised <laughs> in the north. Went over to Essos, yeah. opened a junior ice. Local boy done never good. Looked back. The, the, the kind of wildling local paper would like do a piece on you, going local boy done good. Yeah. You know, oh. Did you know, do you know though? 
many, 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 many years ago, uh, about four years ago, uh, I was named in, in Carlisle Living's uh, 100 Most Influential People from Carlisle. Fucking hell. That's that's good, man. And I was on their cover. Wow. They did a, a cover with like some of the people and, I, and my picture was on there. Wow. You know, I never got, I've never received a single accolade like that ever. Never. And I'm from Derby. Yeah, you know, no Derby paper that can. You know, well, I, I, having said that, I have been asked to present an award in Derby in September at like the local, like things, which I'll probably do. But, um, but no, like you go onto like Derby's Wikipedia and it says notable, like whatever alumni, whatever mm. it is, and I guarantee you, not that I checked that often, I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> just, just to clarify. Go. So, and. I genuinely couldn't give two shits, but mm-hmm. I am going to say that uh, that I, I and I know my 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 stock has waned over the years, but there was a point where I be, where I was kind of like, hang on a second, guys, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of thought I might have got a, got a bit of a nod, but no. Um, let me find scroll down and find out who's on it. Notable people. There's the like Joseph Wright. He, he, we'll give him that because he's like one of the most Listen. famous portrait and uh, landscape painters ever. He goes down. Yeah, start going to the 1900s. Um, we get into like modern era. Yeah. 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 Jessica Garlic. Who? Precisely. Uh, she, the Jessica inventor Garlick. of garlic. Yeah. She, no, she was like she was she like pop idol or X Factor at some point. Um. A dubsy, a grime music artist, young man, an MC. Uh, Graham Coxon was apparently lived for a very short time near Derby. Jyoti Mishra, friend of mine, Jyoti Mishra, who was uh, White Town, who, who had that hit with Your Woman. Oh, yeah. Um, Great. Film, TV and theatre. Kevin Lloyd, who was Tosh from The Bill. Uh, Gwen no. Taylor. Yeah, fair enough. Ewan Mitchell. Uh, who we know from being in from House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon, of course. Eamon Targaryen. Um, and and I, I, I guess Paddy in some way, but Paddy's not even on here. What? I don't, I'm, I'm not anywhere. I just, you know, I just, it's like if, if Jessica Garlic can get on I just that, think I kind of feel Garlic's like. Jessica on there, you should be on there. You know, can we start? Look, it's not for me to You can probably that. edit it yourself. I couldn't possibly do that, but if I'd, I I wouldn't know how to do that. But if any if any listeners know how to edit, well, it, all I would say is, am I allowed Carlisle, to cite an insurrection like that? Carlisle doesn't even have a notable resident section on its Wikipedia page, so well, there's no reason why it couldn't. Me, Grace Dent, you and Gracie, you know, Rory Stewart was a, an MP in Penrith. That sort of counts. But he wasn't just, from there. I but. think just I think you know if anyone. I don't know. I haven't got, I've got no merch or anything to offer anybody, but and I wouldn't know how to do it. But should anyone be that inclined, you know, a notable person section on the Carlisle Wikipedia page with just Chris Mandel and Grace Dent on it would be. Do you know actually amazing. another one who should be on? Uh, my mate Sarah, who I went to college with, is a DJ on Radio One now. She's called Sarah Story, oh, and yeah, she, I know Sarah Story. She does the Friday night like dance show. I went to college with her. Did you? She's like absolutely massive now like in the last 18 months she's oh, like Sarah, okay all right chris sarah and grace and um you know i i i wouldn't lower myself to to 
to getting involved in such disgusting. Well, tactics, we're very busy people. We're very busy people, but it'd be, I'd be, I'd be offended if I saw. You know, I wouldn't be offended if I saw my name on there. <laughs> but I don't even know. I don't know how that stuff works. No, thank, thank God. Because anyway, enough of this. This is, this is, this is disgusting. I hear people oh, saying no, numbers like hate. five, six, seven. What's what comes next? next? <laughs> comes next. Me on Wikipedia. Um, what else do we discuss? So there's a couple of other things we should discuss about this episode. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about how there's like not a lot of time left, right? Yeah. Um, Got to just get down to the brass tacks. So why do we have this storyline about Theon? <laughs> get it? I like going again, on by Yara. Yeah, I, d- I don't need to see another kind of like sure side... Sure side kind gone. of pledge of allegiance with with like six men, yeah. No. It just it it was yeah. It was unnecessary, and I don't know again. But it's like Yara would have been on the boat off the coast of King's Landing. Then he could have he should have just fucking gone after. I don't yeah, know, and it, it, it's so funny because Yara is one of those characters where you're like, God, if they need to kill someone off, they could just knock her head off, sort of thing. But she does survive the whole thing mostly by just staying out of the way yeah yeah she's she's but, maybe she's the cousin greg of, of game of thrones who knows oh that's a good shout but i do, I do love i do like yara though i love jenna want, who played her i thought yeah. i think she played her really well but yeah and they should have done more with her i wondered if she was maybe busy filming something no i think she was certainly pregnant interesting I um, but what happens is they want to have a John and Theon scene, which makes sense. This is the maybe the only time to do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair um, enough, yeah. that bit's fine. Being like, oh yeah, you are one of Ned Stark's sons as well. I'm like, was he? Yeah, but again, I know that was, he wasn't. But, but again, that was just yeah. a kind of precursor. That was just to kind of like ham up the uh, the Theon the reveal. No, the reveal. I think where. Oh, where, of course. Yeah, of course. Then, though, you get this scene where he's like, okay, guys, let's go and save Yara. And they're all like, no. So he gets beaten up by one of his one of yeah. his men, which is awful. Only, and they do this only thing. Only saves it because he got kicked in his imaginary nuts. Does it? Yeah. Now, does that, would that I, st- now I want to ask, even if you yeah. had your cock and balls cut off Chris Mandel. Yeah. And you had a big yeah. bearded bloke knocking seven bells of shit at you on a beach. Right. And then need you in the, which only happened in in Game of Thrones land maybe in a, a year ago, maybe? like maybe. Max? And listen, they don't have clean stitches. No. They don't. They'd have just cauterized it with a burning piece. Yeah, of yeah. We saw Jamie's hand. You know the stump of that. If someone started kneeing kneeing you in that, that would still hurt. That was also like he a, must have not to get too graphic, but he must have some uh, something that enables him to urinate. Well, yeah, he'd have like a little flap somewhere. Wouldn't he have like a little, a little clitty thing? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what the Jamie. Well, I just don't know what to call it. No, uh, yeah, just a little, little opening. I am, I am Sorry. going bright red. This is taken. Can you bleep that out? Can you do? Like no, a... I can't. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. What about all those sound effects? All we the found stuff on that here? we've like, talked about in Game of Thrones, and you get typical homosexual. Just... You start going, you start blushing because I said the word clit. No, it's not. You said, you said clitty thing. Clitty thing. <laughs> No, so I think that would be excruciating. But what I hate is the way that they show the guy near him and go like, 
Huh? Huh? As if it's, but it was like, it's like work. Superman 2. Have you seen Superman yeah. 2 where General Zod realises that he doesn't have his powers anymore? And yeah. Superman's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. But then on. Theon, who is near death at this point, then proceeds to beat the other guy to death. I did with two punches. These... Just two punches. The other guy, like... Doesn't he, sma- didn't he lose most of his fingers when yeah. he was... Ca- you know, it's like... And then it's like, oh, now they respect him, let's all go. It's like, what? It's, like, it's how much they rate the intelligence of the crew. It's just like, oh, he's winning. We with it. Oh no, he's lost. We with him. It's just like, yeah. What if they all? The just man who won to... by not having any genitals is yeah. the man I will follow to my watery grave. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought, God, that was five minutes we could have had. Yeah, I guess in elsewhere. some way, maybe it's the long. They they know that they want Theon to have, and Theon does have an honourable. You know, has a great end mm. uh, uh, in in just a few episodes. Yes, he does. Yeah, he has a it's fantastic end. And maybe him up it's, for more. So it's yeah. just, and they've slowly been giving him honor, turning him. You know, his his resurrection of Theon yeah. from Reek, and and maybe it's a bit of that. But yeah, ham fisted. And do you know and, what I would have liked? Um, they need him as this sort of connecting bit to Yara. Do you know what yeah. I would have really liked though? Is for him to have actually stayed at Winterfell and been like Sansa's kind of hand. I think Who's that would have been quite story? cool. Like Sansa, like, cause obviously she's going to uh, be like queen in the yeah, North. That would have been good. I would yeah. have loved it. And then all of the kids having to like get over like what happened with Theon. Yeah. In order to like get a little thing. I think that would have been really cool. And then we could have had Theon and Littlefinger together who have never interacted. Tell you a scene I really liked mm-hmm. surprisingly is Bran and Sam reuniting. That was good. Specifically, he's like, I'm the three-eyed raven. And Sam goes, oh, what does that mean then? He goes, oh, I can see things that have happened and I can see things that are happening. And he goes, oh, right, okay. And then Bran says, John's on his way back from King's Landing with Daenerys Targaryen. And he goes, oh, this oh did crazy. you see that in your, in your vision? Did you? He goes, he just holds up the letter. Holds up like, the letter. Nope, yeah, it's great. Got a letter. Yeah. It was so funny. And it was just, it was so weirdly like the, it was so weird that it was just funny was and i thought god that is like funny of brand to just be like nope but again um, again you know and again falls into your your explanation that he can't control it and he only sees he's not seeing it in, a, in a, any form yeah any running order because it's kind of like you watch that it's like and then john says no 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 they were married he's not a sand he is a, yeah and and you just think how does brand not know that well, wait, no, no, Brand. Wait, Bran so, said. Bran, oh, so, wait. no, so Bran said. Uh, so, so Bran explained to 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 Sam. He was like, "Yes, I have important news. Uh, John Snow is is the daughter is the son of, um, of Rhaegar and Lyanna. Uh, of Rhaegar and Lyanna. Blah blah blah. He's not a Snow. He is a Sand. He's a Sand. And then yeah. Sam yeah. goes, "Wait, no." Because he's not a bastard. He was, because yes, they were yes, secretly yes. married. And then... So, I I do have a bit of a theory about this. Because Bran doesn't see all the information, he saw that he's a bastard somewhere else. So he's going, okay, so he's not born in the North. That's kind of a... Oh, he wasn't... Yeah, he was sort of a, a Northern... A Northerner's bastard, but he was born in the South. That might impact his, like... Hmm application to be king of the north sam only knew about the marriage 
because of this he was transcribing the septon's personal right. diary yeah, yeah, so yeah. bran w- wouldn't have been it i think what bran is incapable of doing is to connect the dots yeah so, that's what yeah yeah so he, he wouldn't have necessarily have been at that place but so he, he went there he didn't he in this episode didn't he just decide to go there though so he, he when sam said to him oh i read in the septon's diary that they did get married bran's like oh i can sort of access that I think it sort of does make it does make sense in a fashion now. I think yeah. I sort of understand it a bit more. But yeah, I think he, each other's dots. It's sort of actually the thing that I would say. It's, it's a bit like TikTok in that you when you swipe, you don't know what's about to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of there's some sort of algorithm that is tailored to Fine. what you want to watch. But yeah, he's yeah. like, um, because I was thinking, God, I bet most of the time he sat there doing his visions. Yeah, he's like, oh god, I'm watching like a potato farmer in on the Isle of Tarth, <laughs> oh and I'm god, like, like, is this relevant? Are you actually someone's secret child? And he's oh. like, oh, no, I'll just go somewhere else. And then it's like, oh, there's just someone in the brothel. Like, is that yeah. anyone I know? No, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's that, I think that's Roz. Yeah. So th- that's the thing. Sam helps him sort of connect the dots, and then he yeah. realizes, okay, Rhaegar and Lyanna were actually married. That yeah. means he's not a bastard. And that means John is the heir to the throne. What is interesting, especially where Bran goes next season, where he's like, none of this matters, is that Bran is like, we have to tell him. Because yeah. I'm sort of like, but do you? Yeah. Like, yeah. doesn't and this also, just complicate things? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'd forgotten he was called Aegon. Yes, so that would make him, I think, Aegon the Sixth. But so, let me just... Something like I'm that. I'm going to just check that. Yet again, thanks, George. Could have chosen just breaking the mould a little bit. No. What it, yeah. Could you have another name? I think the thing is, though, like, I can see why they always use the same names because people die so quickly, don't they? Yeah. Like, so they're kind of like, well, it's not like there's already five Aegons running around. Yeah, Aegon like, the Sixth, you're, the... you're right. Yeah. Aegon yeah, the Sixth. Aegon the Sixth. <sighs> um... Yeah, um, great episode, and then and then we and, and then, then we get course, John and Daenerys shagging. We get John and Daenerys shagging, which was like a really weird sex scene. But then we go we go north of the wall for the final thing, which I just I just loved this as a final. It was it was one of the few. Um, in fact, I think I'd have to go back and and look at final shots of each season because mm. quite often they are someone traveling somewhere else. So we had, yeah, we had Arya on the on the ship one season, heading over to Bravo, heading over yeah to Bravos. Yeah. We had um, we had we had a season where White Walkers were walking through the snow past Samwell. In mm-hmm. I think maybe season two, I want to say I can't remember. Maybe, maybe there's a theme there that I've not picked up on. But I just I really enjoyed this because it was just like it was what we such a great the last 10 minutes of this we got r and l equals j um yeah. and we got an ice dragon breaking down east watch it was just it was glorious i fucking loved it because it was really like, really good because it just all it said was they may as well have just put like the, the end titles here we fucking go lads you know it was just like proper i loved it yeah it was really good and i think the scale was really helpful yeah, because um, I'd forgotten that I'd forgotten that uh, Tormund was there with yeah with too. Beric with with Beric Dondarrion yes. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they yeah, somehow yeah. they somehow survived that. 
kind of they managed to run down the stairs only, the yeah because we east watch again was in the intro and you can see that they rather than a lift which the uh castle black has yeah they have this sort of very intricate narrow staircase rickety staircase that's only one looks, like wasn't one, designed to run up in a hurry it's one person width staircase yeah. as well which is like so if you're at the top and you just like you're kind of like someone's coming up down and someone's up it's like fucking hell <laughs> wait can you just wait a minute i need a, a wee <laughs> let know, me pass uh, you do you know what you just piss off the end wouldn't you you would i mean it, it'd be, it'd be do you think people so. this is here we go go on get lovely you, note you think, to end you're the... thinking of docking are we talking about docking here no i think people would just have a poo off the end of the wall as 100%. well 100 do you think it would all just run down? It'd be like when it'd be like when if you live under the flight path at Heathrow, it's just it's just brown ice, isn't it? Oh no! They yeah, just, I'm glad I don't. Yeah, it just comes out and it just like it doesn't make it to the. One thing about the wall getting blown apart is that there's still rubble like half the size of the wall. So do, do they all have to? Because I was a bit like, God, it's going to be really. I think hard. you'll find there was a there was a there was a. Um, there was a, uh, a convenient flat part that we just saw yeah. walking through. They sort of did a bit of landscaping, didn't they? They got a nice yeah. wind, winding sort of bit going around. Yeah. Really good when, way to end the season. And yeah. I thought that um, it, it's the worst terrifying. fears have come true. You know, the one thing that was hold, the one thing that was stopping all of this happening was the wall, and now that's the, fucked. I do have this other thing that I thought of this episode, which is why haven't they tried to get? through the wall sooner obviously they don't have a dragon but mm. couldn't they just smash the gate at castle black mm. and i realized that actually i don't think they've been trying to go south of the wall at all they were going to kill the three-eyed raven who was in his cave uh, and since bran yeah, yeah. has come south that is the only reason they need to come south uh. Or not right. the only reason, but certainly. No, yeah, yeah, so I was right. thinking that because I, I, sometimes people go when they watch the show and I'm sure we've done, we've gone, look, guys, you've been going south for like seven years. Yeah. But actually, I don't think they've been going south. I they think they've been trying to find... They were just looking for Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah. And they only found him because Bran touched, because the Night Bran. King managed to touch Bran. Bran fucked things up as, as usual. And probably knew that and decided not to sacrifice himself. He was going to sit in... Uh, in King's Landing, let, let them all come to him. Honestly, the original Three-Eyed Raven, though, or the Three-Eyed Crow, or whatever he's called, he doesn't have a guest for like hundreds of years. Finally, gets someone to turn up, and it's like, it's like this. he just like, fucks everything you up. See, this is why I never invite anyone round yeah. my house. It's like, you it's see why I have what my Amazon when we have guests. <laughs> why I have my Amazon doorbell so I can yeah. see who's coming before I let them in. Ah, oh, dear. There we go. <laughs> Season six, uh, season seven is done and dusted. We are seven out of eight. Bloody hell. We've only got three more episodes of this left. Can I give you a bit of trivia about Yeah, please seven? do. Yeah. The only season thus far in which a king doesn't die. Wow. That's a good, that's a good bit of trivia. I got it off the Game of Thrones Wikipedia. But, yeah, thank you very much, Game of Thrones Wikipedia. So season six, Tommen. And Balon Greyjoy, who was an yeah. acting king. Yeah. Uh, season five, Stannis and Mance Raider. Yeah. Season four, Joffrey. Season yeah. three, Rob. Season yeah. two, Renly. Season, season one, one, Robert. Bloody hell. Good fact, that, isn't it? That is a good fact. So, I also love the, I love the little facts, like you said, oh, uh, Theon and um, 
Littlefinger never interacted. What other characters yeah. never interacted? Oh, that's a good question. Um, never interacted. Listeners, the listeners will know some. They can. Get yeah, let's like, get did people, Brian, You know, did, did who did Bran never meet? Bran never met. Bran met Joffrey in the openings. Yeah, I mean, it's Bran tough... never. Bran never met. Oh no! But this is the thing: they might meet next season. Bran never met Varys. Yeah, where does Varys die? He yeah. dies. Oh, maybe he no. He goes up to Winterfell. And we're talking okay. about principal characters because we know, like people like yeah, you know, like the Red Viper didn't meet hardly anyone, or you know, or uh, Elena Tyrell or Marjorie. Here we Tyrell. go. I've got Game of Thrones characters that never met. Oh, exists uh, as a thing already. Oh, okay. This is it's like Game of Thrones characters that never shared a scene together. Okay, same kind of that, thing. No, that can't be right. Ned Ned Stark and Tyrion never shared a scene together. Oh, what? Nah. Yeah, because Ned's in King's Landing the the whole time. Tyrion was in the brothel in the season one when there was the lineup and and greeting everybody. And then Tyrion's outside of the city for season one, and Ned's only in the city for season one. That's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Another one. Okay, that can't be. I, I, I don't trust this. This says that Sansa and Rob never shared a scene together. Sansa, what brother and sister? But they say well, when they say sharing a scene, they mean I like they in mean the like same a, shot or the same having dialogue rather than in in the in when the royal family arrive, they are all stood in a row. I think they mean like a scene of. Of, where of, there's dialogue yeah, exactly fuck off yeah not okay that. here's an obvious one but Daenerys and Tywin okay yeah okay. Daenerys and anyone who dies before yeah well Daenerys yeah I guess yeah, Daenerys yeah, and Joffrey Daenerys, yeah Daenerys yeah. and Marjorie but Daenerys if is, anyone has any that they like want to remind us of let us know yeah any, sure any kind of like interesting facts and stuff like that are dead interesting but because and then yeah so next next is the final run for us and we're doing two episodes of the sh- season eight yeah per episode of the pot we are so next week we are going to be doing uh episode one which is winterfell and episode two which is night of the seven kingdoms week after that we're doing the long night god that was episode oh. three bloody hell and the last of the starks and then week after that it's the final one that we're going to live stream on youtube called the bells and of course the iron throne and then we're going to be kind of bereft we haven't really i mean much like um daenerys and her succession <laughs> and also the roys we've thought little about what happens once this once the game of thrones yeah really watch end. it sounded we, like such a mountain to climb at the beginning when we when house of the dragon ended um we've been doing it for a long time though we have we have we really we'll have. need to we'll have a think we'll need to regroup yeah, and figure something we may, out. you know, we might take a couple of weeks off. We might, we Who might. Knows? I'd, re- you know, I'd really like a holiday. I'm really trying to get Rob, my Rob, to book a holiday. Well, you've never, yeah, you've never shared a scene together in all this in all these months. <laughs> yeah, he's like the sort of yeah, the off like uh, Meris from uh, Frasier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he listened to, uh, well, he listens to the Succession one. He was like. Oh, I didn't know I'd get mentioned so often. Oh shit! Does he know? <laughs> oh, oh. 
Because yeah. he, he now has, like, forbade you from calling Billy Eilish. No. Oh, he didn't he, hear that because I think that was on a Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, awkward. <laughs> like you <laughs> using his so his his workmates as social I know. currency, street cred. Yeah. yeah. No, but he was like, oh, I didn't know I'd be name checked. Well, you know, here and there, only when you do anything interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Just like right, Mrs. Guys. East, she's a sort of perennial character. She's she's always looming over me, always looming over me, always, always, always here, always here somewhere. Um, right. Uh, have we had any emails? I'm oh, yeah, not sure we, we had, had any nice. Don't think, only look. The tapping has, has bothered someone else again. I do apologise for that. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, who was it who, who got in touch? Let me tell you. Richard Toll. What is that noise in capital letters? Uh, this is far from a complaint because I've long listened to Dragon of Thronecast enjoying each other on it, but I need to know what the clicking noise is in the background of the last three episodes. My instincts say it's either Jamie or Chris getting very excited to Lord Laris proportions with a pen clicking furiously under their table with the anticipation of describing season five, episode nine. Once I hear it, I can't unhear it. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing Thrones back to life through your rewatch and doing it in a way that's like me, two mates trying to work it all out down the pub. Please oh, carry on. that's really kind. Please carry oh, on God. somehow. Maybe rewatch the ones you haven't rewatched. You know, it's a possibility. Maybe we'll, do, we'll maybe draw one out of the hat every now and then and gradually, like, gradually start yeah. filling in the gaps. Maybe. I feel like if we watched, we've watched the whole thing in piecemeal and then to rewatch it in the bits we haven't watched it would end up just being such a confusing a mess maybe yeah you process. could well be right you could well uh, be right. but we, no we richard just... i'm sorry about that i did explain it in the last maybe it's the succession episode or something um it, it's it's me i'm doing it now listen listen yeah that's, that that's is... just me all i'm doing is tapping is... on my keyboard googling very... frantically to make my sound cleverer than i already very inconsiderate yeah very so i apologize but do get in touch um at dragoncast underscore pod on Twitter or dragoncast mm-hmm. at daftdoris.com. Uh, if you've got any thoughts, stick it in your diary though. The date will be, great. We let's, let's get, oh let's God. start plugging this now. Actually, it's going to be one, two, it's going to be Monday, the 15th of May, um, in the evening on Monday, the 15th of May, Chris and I will be live streaming the final episode of God, it's two hours long. The final two episodes of... Um, Wait, the final episode is two hours long? No, no, but we're doing two at once, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a, you know, be a healthy... Maybe we, maybe we only stream the final, final episode. Ep- yeah, let's do that. We could do a two-part finale. We could we do. Episode let's five, work it out. And then we let's, like, yeah. let's work Your people out. speak to my people. Let's do that. Uh, Rob will speak to Mrs. East. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Two characters who have never shared a scene together. Never shared a scene together. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-five years of marriage, mate. We barely share a scene together. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, let's do it. But sticking in your diaries, fifteenth of fifteenth of May uh, live stream will be the final Game of Thrones rewatch. It's going to be very exciting. Technical disaster, clearly, but it's going to be great nonetheless. Until then. Dracaris, my friend. Dracaris. If you'd like to get involved in the podcast, just head over to Twitter at dragoncast underscore pod or email dragoncast at daftdoris.com and leave us your Easter eggs, predictions and thoughts on the show. You can also watch this episode over on our YouTube channel. Just search for Dragoncast Jamie East. Any support, whether it's a follow, a share, a mention to your friend on the bus or a tattoo on your backside is very much appreciated. 
Dragon Cast is hosted by me, Jamie East, along with Chris Mandel, and is a Daft Doris production. Drakaris. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.